The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news and why it matters. We talk about the important stories and why. Why? Why? Why they matter. Why is this so important? Why did you pick this story? Why does this matter? Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story? The top story today uh, for me has been uh, luckily resolved with Donald Trump. It was, I don't know, maybe we should give some people to Vladimir Putin a question. Uh, That's what he said last night, and he just resolved it, you know, within the last couple of hours. All right, Jason. The media continues to have their little special relationship with Hamas, which completely baffles me. Um, But a speech from one of their top members just went across my desk today. And I think you'll find it interesting. Has anybody noticed how unbelievably radical the Democrat Party is now? No. That there is no Democrat Party anymore? (laughs) They're just, they're flat out socialists. Mm. All right. This is not the... lucky if they're socialists. Yeah, they're more like (laughs) communists. They're revolutionary communists. What I have is not the top story, but it should be. (laughs) Evolve the definition. Well, Mm. we'll decide. Yes. We'll decide on that. (laughs) All right, Glenn. All right. Uh, so this morning I had Bill Browder on, um, right? Browder? Browder. 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 Uh, I had Bill Browder on. Now he's the guy who, remember when Trump was in the t- Trump Tower and they had this meeting and they were meeting with the KGB chick and they said, we were just talking about adoptions. Okay. What they were actually talking about was the Magnitsky Act. The Magnitsky Act is named after a guy who was a Russian attorney for Bill Browder who was in England doing business over in Russia. This attorney, he's trying to get things done, and he realizes, oh, my gosh, look at this. I just stumbled onto massive corruption. As a good Soviet citizen, I go tell, I go tell Commander Boris be mad. Well, Boris was a little mad, uh, and they killed him. They arrested him, tortured him, and killed him. Allegedly. That, yeah, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't sound like Putin, so they, so. they haven't found out who was responsible <laughs> okay. yet. Um, and so uh, Browder is, is just, he, the guy was working for him. And in doing his job, found it because of him. So he just was devastated by this um, and uh, has, you know, worked tirelessly to get the Magnitsky Act through. That's the only thing that hurts Putin. He's the number one target now for Putin and has been since the Magnitsky Act. Uh, Putin has tried to arrest him, I think, seven different times. Um, He's used, I think he's on his seventh now Interpol uh, warrant. He keeps, you know, getting away. Monday, as I'm talking to Bill on the air, I look up and I see... This the, to the line, so I don't know what it means, but I see Bill Browder on the, on the text coming out of Putin's mouth. And I'm like, they're talking about you, Bill. Okay? Freaked out. Then we find out yesterday that, because what Putin had said was, you know, I, I tell you what, we'll help you with your investigation. I have a few people I'd like to talk to, too. Like, maybe you could send Bill Browder over. A death sentence. <laughs> Putin, I mean, Trump says, well, it's an interesting, what a brave, great offer. It's wonderful. Yeah. Grand gesture. Maybe we'll send them and all the other people that worked on the Magnitsky out over to you <laughs> so they could just disappear. Last night, he was still saying that's a possibility. Donald Trump, 
last night was saying that's still a possibility. Called Bill this morning. He's like, this is the most insane stuff I've ever... And now his security has changed. He was worried about now the West is going to go weak. I'm dead. Just found out about an hour ago that Trump has come out and said, nope, that's off the table. We're not going to do that. Oh. Yeah. What's your take on it? Was, was he seriously considering this, Trump, I mean? Do you think he was really going to do it, or was this a negotiation, yes. or he didn't know? I, I personally think he didn't know. He didn't understand. I, I don't think he didn't understand what he was opening himself up to. I don't think that he understood right. when, when Putin said, oh, yeah, sure, we'll give up these guys for questioning. Didn't know. But then the second part of that was, but we want it to be reciprocal, I think was his exact word. Then we want to talk to some people that we think might be a guilty, some guilt or something that they did on Russian soil. So basically what you're saying is, like you described it, was, yeah, sure, here's the knock list if you give us your, you know, your knock list. Oh, and plus, what Bill said this morning was this list not only included Browder, but a few members of the Department of Homeland Security, um, members of Congress. Anybody who was investigating <laughs> Russia, anybody who was investigating Russia, they had to be turned Amazing. over to Putin. It was insane. <laughs> and, and the insanity, I, Putin is not stupid. We know he's not stupid. So the insanity makes it seem like almost like a giant troll in front of the entire world just to see if we would fall for that. And, of course, the president said, hey, what a grand gesture. Yeah, no, it, made, <laughs> I mean, it, made, it made Trump. He called it an incredible offer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, come on. Yeah. It made Trump look either really naive and way out of his league, which I'm guessing yep. he was, yep. um, or... or or somebody who was just not on the right side. Yep. Did you guys see what he tweeted earlier today about a second know. meeting with Russia? I don't want to know. <laughs> Did you see? Okay. So I, we have those. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah that's the summit great. with Russia was a great success, except oh. with the real enemy of the people, the fake news media. Stop it. I look it. forward to our second meeting so that we can start implementing some of the many things discussed, including stopping terrorism, security for Israel, uh, nuclear proliferation, cyber attacks, trade, Ukraine, Middle East peace, North Korea— and more. All these problems can be solved. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, so mm. I, who is going to work with Putin on the defense of Israel? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I mean, maybe it's just me, but maybe they had a whole turnaround on the Jew thing. <laughs> and I don't think so. They are the most, they're in Syria. They're assisting the enemies of Israel. They're, they're in helping Iran with their nuclear missiles. When, he, when Trump said, oh, I, looked, I talked to him about Israel, he is very, very pro-Israel. <laughs> there are two, there are two uh, very big things that I wish they would hash out. For instance, uh, I believe START, or the latest uh, yeah. iteration of it, is almost out. So then if that just goes away and they don't come to some consensus, then technically we can start ramping up the nuclear arms race again. So number one, that's got to be done. And then the second thing, the new nuclear weapon, is he mentioned their cybersecurity. They have got to come together and do some kind of agreement as just like START. They've got to just declare this, bring it out in the open and say... About cybersecurity? Exactly. Cyber weapons are a thing. We have to have some kind of laws here like nuclear weapons. It's a... You know, cyber attacks are weapons of mass destruction. Mm -hmm. You know, if... if, And we know they can do it, and we know we could do it to them. Um, But they could could shut us down. And within a year, if you shut everything down here within a year, over 70% of the population dies. Okay, so that, there's no bigger weapon of mass like destruction. EMP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, it's frightening. 
Yeah. Uh, Jason, I want to move on to what the uh, senior Hamas official said. So this, this just really is amazing to me. So keep in mind that the government that's in control of the Gaza Strip is Hamas. Now, every time something crazy happens in Gaza where they fire off, this just happened over the past week, hundreds and hundreds, that's not hyperbole, hundreds of missiles over into Israel, or something happens along the border, a clash, they never, they always put the blame on Israel. It's never the fault of the Hamas-controlled, you know, uh, you know, attacks that are well, going I mean, on it, there. Ever. Israel's stealing their clouds, so obviously That, that is Israel. true. That's a pretty big deal. That's right. Pretty, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, proof. I, I get that. <laughs> yeah. um, but... I just want to make it extremely clear who these people are. We call them terrorists, and then people mock that, or CNN, or other, anybody else in the Fox News, whatever. Uh, they won't actually report on how hardcore these people really are, what they believe in. So I just found a speech. Now, it's in Arabic, but it's got subtitles in it. But in that, the senior, uh, one of the senior members of Hamas lays out two things that they want to see happen and the type of actions that they want to see done towards the Israelis. Check this out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me put that into context there. You could hear the same speech from al-Baghdadi himself. There was nothing different from what they said than what from something that ISIS says. The same things. And this is also something that Iran, you would hear from Khomeini in Iran. Um, this is Islamic prophecy. If you really read between the lines and listen to this, what they want to do, A, they want to destroy Israel, wipe every Jew off the face of the planet. What happens then? Then this sets forth their... They're in times, basically. The caliphate will rise. They're going to chop their heads off. This is insane. This is who the, the media gives a pass to. This is who the media will not actually come out and say these people are terrorists. This is ISIS. And they're the people attacking Israel right now. Why can't they say it? What's the, what's the, I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm a proud dad right now. What's the chicken? And he was talking about the prophecy and everything. Good the chicken and the egg with this. Are they bringing about the caliphate or would it come by itself or is it both? Well, again, it kind of depends on who is preaching what at any given time. Okay, it could go either way, though. So it could go either way. But typically in in Islamic scripture, the caliphate will destroy Israel, then the Mahdi comes. Okay. Typically. Mm -hmm. The caliphate has to be restored first. And he just said they're they're doing it by 2022. 2022. That's four years from now. And that's very specific, right? Like, I don't understand where they pulled Mm -hmm. that out. Are you... Unreal. Can you not see uh, the world at a biblical-style war by 2022? Yeah. Because I can. <clears throat> yeah. It could happen. I mean, the, the world is so crazy right now. I mean, just I don't count on anything. Yeah. Uh, Pat, I want to make sure that we have enough time to dive into the left being radical, which it blows my mind because mm. I never really considered It's a shocking that. statement. I yeah. hope you're prepared to back it <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. So let's take a break, and then we'll get to that. Like listening to this podcast? If you're not a subscriber, become one now on iTunes. 
And while you're there, do us a favor and rate the show. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. What's the All right, Pat, I hope you're prepared to back up this uh, statement. Uh, it's going to be tough. Um, there, the, the Democrat Party now is almost admittedly a socialist party. Uh, they, they know they've been taken over by the left wing. Uh, many of them are excited that they've been taken over by the left wing. And the big celebrated new hero, of course, is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And she uh, is out singing the praises of socialism to whomever will listen to her. Uh, Here's some of those praises. So I think that cities are a real opportunity for us to experiment with these policies and to also reject the argument that these things don't work, that housing as a right doesn't work, that healthcare as a right doesn't work, that, you know, if you expand it to states, that uh, universal college and trade school education doesn't work because we can prove that they do on municipal and statewide levels. I love this. I actually love do this. Do you do I love, love this? this? Yes. I love this. Yeah. Do it. I know. Do it in New York. Right. Don't take any federal money. Thank Just you. do it in New York. Go full if, bore. If, full bore. If it works, I'll admit it and we'll go. Yeah. Yeah. But it won't work. First of all, she doesn't have to prove anything because she did air quotes. <laughs> and that means those things aren't true, I guess. I, it's just, uh, first of all, she ran for a national office, I'm afraid. She's a U.S. congressman, or she will be in November after the election. So if you want to do these things on a, st- on a city basis, on a local basis, run for alderman. Run for city council and, and go ahead and try it. And then prove that these things work. I'd love to see it because it's we, never worked in the history of mankind. We know that it didn't work. Romney care didn't work. Right. Okay. Right. What did we do? We just folded it into Obamacare. Mm-hmm. E- e- try it. That's the idea of the Constitution. Yeah. Is every state can be a little laboratory. Go ahead. Do it. You want to do that? I'm not bailing your ass out. Right. And that's where we're headed with Illinois and we're headed with uh, California. They're going to come to us and go, oh, we're poor. We, don't, we can't afford our pensions. Taxation without representation. I ain't paying for it. You're not taking my income tax and paying for the mistakes you made there. Because we all knew you were stupid. Because we all want to live in California because it's nice. We don't mm-hmm. because of you. And not one word still on how she plans to pay for any of this. She doesn't ever explain how in the wealthiest country in the world, the most prosperous nation that there's ever been, there shouldn't be any poor people. Well, okay, great. I think we all agree with that, Pollyanna. How do we make it happen? (laughs) Who pays for it? It'd be great. I'd love it if there were no poor. How do you make it happen? Show me. She, well, she has no answers, I do None. not believe. And the, this is why I think I'm starting to love this woman. Because what's, what's, what cracks me up, so she has a degree from Boston University, I believe. Yeah, it is. She has a double major. She has a degree in international relations. But strangely, she had no answer for an international relations level question yes, on Israel. Right. Israel right. Global Boston politics University, is what are you teaching? Now, but she also has a degree now, in economics. Now, there may be, there may be, that she does have the answer, but she didn't have the answer now that I'm a national figure. And I have a lot and of Jewish I, people in my yeah, district. Yeah, and I've got people that I, I can't say that answer. So I don't really, I'm not, 
Oh boy. Okay, okay. So good point. So maybe she falls back on. Maybe she does have a good answer for economics. Now, I actually have some audio. Let's see what she has to say on an economics principle. We look at these figures and we say, oh, unemployment is low. Everything is fine, right? Well, unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Hmm. Unemployment is low because people are working 60, 70, 80 hours a week and can barely feed their That's you, interesting. Is, is, is the unemployment rate, do they teach that at Boston University? Is that's how you calculate the unemployment rate, just on the amount of jobs and the amount of overtime you use? Mm-hmm. Because I thought the standard was, you know, the amount of people that are unemployed divided by the people in the workforce. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the standard, but maybe they changed it at Boston University. <laughs> no Homegirl, that's not how it works. You don't, they don't, the, the amount of jobs is not calculated in, 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 uh, in that equation. And what's funny even to that was that it's an, at an all-time low for people working two jobs. And at an all-time low. It's under 5% at the moment. The, you know the time when it was the, the highest? During the Clinton administration back in the 90s. It was over 6. So it's declining. Mm. I, uh, Let me ask you a question. What zip code did you grow up in? That should yeah. define and, and where mine was so poor we only had three digits. Yeah, and let me ask you this: Do you have an economics degree? Because she does. She must be right, though. You know what I she likes? Right. Uh, what uh, uh, Alexandria? Uh, what's her middle name? Ocasio Cortez likes more than socialism. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Oh, no question. She loves about it. herself now. No question. This validated her and her ideas so much. Yeah. She's sitting up there with Cynthia Nixon. The two of them are on stage together. She doesn't even have the typical, you know, progressive socialist talking points down. That's what's funny to me. Like, she's got the buzzwords, mm-hmm. I think, that she used to, to get elected, but she doesn't even have the, the talking points down. And even certain people like Bernie Sanders or people like that, that they do have the talking points down and they can explain it, even though it's incredibly misguided and not true. But she doesn't even appear to have those down, just the buzzwords. Yeah. And if she's not uh, radical enough for you, we've got the uh, deputy chair of the DNC. OK, this is the Democratic National Committee, the guy who's second in charge with the Democrat Party um, talking about uh, national borders, how they bring in justice. Labor, which is a regular person. Cannot travel back and forth across the border. And so corporations, certain people who get certain rights, can go back and forth across the border seeking out the lowest wages. But people, regular people, cannot go back and forth across the border seeking out the highest wages. So what it creates is an imbalance. It creates an injustice. And what it, and, and it creates the need for something like a global Marshall Plan. Mm. Oh, Marshall plan. Marshall plan. Wow, that's not radical. Wow, Uh who's putting the money up and where's it going? We don't get that explanation. Is this us with the global Marshall plan? We're on the hook for this. Yes. Okay. And our national border is creating injustice. I don't understand that part when he said workers can't cross the borders, but corporations can. Except the workers are crossing the borders. Yeah, I mean, that's been a (laughs) very... That's why the traffic is so heavy at the border crossings. People... Yeah, they're going going back and forth, looking for higher wages, which they're finding here. Otherwise, why come here? Uh, the, The radicalism that has swept this party is uh, it's frightening because I I don't I don't know if the rank and file Democrats across this country and, you know, Iowa and Wisconsin and Michigan understand how radical their party leaders are, but they're leading them right over a cliff. So I had a uh, meeting about a year ago, maybe maybe a year and a half ago (laughs) with one of the leading funders of the Democratic Party. 
He was a guy they've, I think they've named a building or a wing after him uh, in Washington. I mean, one of the big guys. And I sat in his office and he said, uh, I said, why are you meeting with me? And he said, are you kidding me? I've met with everybody in the Democrats. He said, uh, I, can't, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've given money to them for, the, for my whole life. He said, they've gone insane. Mm-hmm. They have gone insane. He said, they are complete radicals. I'm like, they are. Wow. George Soros just said that the other day, too, actually. I don't know Did if you really? saw that. About Democrats? Mm-hmm. He said that, they're, that they need to become wow. more moderate because they're going too, way too what? radical. Yeah. Wow. And that, that was, that, and that was what he, he saw that problem with the Republicans, and now he's seeing it with the uh, He said uh, Obama really? was a disappointment. He did. He said Obama you, had been a, was a disappointment to him. You start media matters, and then you're talking about going too radical? Really? I, really, George? I know. I know. Open borders, uh, open society, or open border society, If, if he was being honest about that, whoa, the he, canary he, in the mine. What, I, yeah. He's the one that started Democracy Alliance. They're the yeah. people yeah. right now that are pushing for reparations, you know, single-payer health care, and open borders. Yeah, I think he's, How is, I think he's just he's playing the game. He's, that's the way he does. He invests. You know, his investments are, I'm going to collapse the sterling. I'll, I'll buy it, and then I'll sell it and say, you got to get out of that. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And the whole thing collapses, and he's bought the hedge on the other side, and he gets rich. I don't trust that guy. Well, he did that with second. Bitcoin. He was mm-hmm. talking down Bitcoin, yeah. called, called it a fraud, and yeah. then he started investing heavily in it once the price went down. So possibly he's talking the Democrats down Maybe. so he can take control of the Democrats a little more than he already had. And we do have that story. I read, mm. actually read that story at theblaze.com, so we mm. have that story up. Mm. Really quickly, you were talking about um, the radicalism of the left. Did you guys see what some uh, left-leaning companies sent to uh, Gillibrand and Elizabeth Warren? No. no. Okay. Left? Uh, they left-leaning companies. They were uh, Thinks and Icon. They are sending pee-proof underwear to these females. Oh yeah, so, yes, that, they so that they can filibuster. They can stand mm. and filibuster Kavanaugh. So, so this is what we're reduced to. They'll quite literally uh, be peeing their pants. They're going to be all this filibuster. So you can know. I'm in love with so that. you can know when you're watching them stand up there. And give their give their big speech. They're going potty in their pants. pants. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Hi, it's Glenn, and I want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I want to tell you about another show I think you're going to like. It's called The Morning Blaze. It's with Doc Thompson. You can check it out right now wherever you get your favorite podcast. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Doc, all right. Now we're ready for your top story. I'm not sure I want to give it (laughs) Evolve the definition. It's time we evolve the definition of masculine and masculinity. I'm sorry? Masculine. What it means to be masculine. Mm. Yeah, uh, do we have the... uh, Yes. We have it. Here we go. Check this out. I think that definition is a little scary. It's too small for something so big. It's all about trying to get people to conform and be a certain way. I think that's what gets us in trouble is when we say that there's only one way to be a man. So many individuals, they try and fit, and it just gets to a point where it's too much. Where they are doing harm to each other and harm to themselves. You don't have to do that. Wow. You define your own masculinity. You define who you are. 
For me, being masculine is being honest. This is the body that I have. This is what I know. So to me, this is what a man is. What they're doing, and this is a, a men's clothing company that I don't know if they're doing this just for marketing or they're really behind this, Bonobo. And they tweeted this out, and they're really pushing this hashtag, uh, evolve the definition. The problem is they're conflating male or man with what is masculine. Masculine is pretty easily defined. In fact, they do at the beginning of this clip, right? Strong, mm-hmm. big, right. fast, all of these things or whatever. That's not to say you are more or less of a man if you are masculine. Some guys are smaller, some guys are whatever. But they want to change that. And I think it goes right along with the, we've got 182 genders. And by the way, we shouldn't have any borders. There should be nothing defined. We should just put all that away. Mm-hmm. So evolve the definition. Wow. Mm. The way they're trying, to, the way they're trying to, to sell this now is to try and change the word of masculinity. Well, because yeah, everything too. is fluid now. They want everything to be fluid. Well, and and that's so the problem. They're they've trying got to, to change... They've got to, it has to be a wider circle to let more people in. In their effort to say, well, a man can be all of those things. Okay, I'm not going to dispute that. You can be. I'm not saying you're a bad man or a bad guy. That's fine. But you're actually saying this is what manly is. We've seen men um, emasculated for years. Mm-hmm. Fathers, men, right? Mm-hmm. In their effort to say, well, a man can be anything. No. no. They're saying a man has to be effeminate. And they're trying to attach like words like aggression or violence or bigotry or yeah. they just keep ramping that up. They're trying to attach that to what it, what that what it's like to be masculine, what it is to be a and man. And that's not what it is. Not at all is what it is. Yeah, it's, no, what it is is it's toxic. And I don't know why we don't keep you guys in cages, quite honestly, because all of this toxic masculinity here at this table is too much for me. It stinks. I can smell it. It's true. <laughs> no, that's actually Elizabeth Warren's uh, pee. Sorry. Did you guys hear about the new hashtag that the Democrats are using for midterms? Evolve the definition. <laughs> well, that's what made me think of it. Uh, yes, and also, I can't even. Ooh. Hashtag for the people. Mm. That's what they're trying out. They're trying that out, uh, and they're going to see if it works. <clears throat> what do you guys think? Pat? I'm trying to oh. think how they would how would they use that? They're just we're in it. Hashtag for the. They're people. doing all of this for the people. It, well, it was either that or it was hashtag proletariat. It was either, it was really either, close. either one of those yeah. two. Yeah, and they it was just, a toss up. They just, they just flipped a coin and went. I think the they're in the right track, but maybe hashtag to the people. We're doing this to, to the, the people. people. Right. Not for the people. Okay, I see where you're going with this. It used to be we the people. You're not there as benevolent rulers lofting on high telling us we're doing this for you and you and you. <laughs> Maybe you should be doing it uh, on behalf of or representing the people, something like that. Mm. We the people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Pat, tell us what's going on in Yellow, Yellowstone. Uh, a giant 100-foot fissure uh, just opened up. Not a Jeff Fisher. No. This is a, uh, a crack in... <laughs> In the ground, and it's so bad that they closed the park. You said a hundred, a hundred feet. A hundred feet. Okay. And uh, exposing part of the super volcano that that lurks underneath uh, Yellowstone Park, and so they're pretty concerned right now because they've been talking about this super volcano for a while now. And I keep thinking, come on, there's no sign that that's active right now. There's no sign that that's going to spring to life. Now this is kind of a sign that that's active and springing to life. And it's frightening because any eruption, they say, would cover about two-thirds of the United States in ash. What? Oh. 
and a uh, oh, but not huge radius, though, in lava as well. What? A huge radius. I don't remember the exact uh, radius. Are we in it? Uh, Do you remember but, that? Uh, Texas, I believe, is You're in. You're going to be right on the edge. We're least. in the ash. Yeah. We're in the ash radius. Mm-hmm. Are we really? For sure, yes. Wow. Uh-huh. So how so how I long? don't have to pay my heating bill. That warm lava. That warm lava is going to warm things right on up. And the nuclear winter, of course, will Oh, that'll be fantastic. <laughs> cool I things right back no down. No tires or salt on the roads. This is going to be great. Uh, wow. So this in, would be extinction level event. Yeah, it's not bad. just for America, for the globe it's if this bad. erupts. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Thanks for the great You're news, welcome. guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, did you guys hear in New Jersey they are considering taxing tap water? Wow. So, yeah. So, you know, New York, they don't, they tax bottled water. New Jersey, they are considering taxing tap water. I don't uh, They're calling this a user fee. Okay. So, but you already pay for what you use in water. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, does it just come in your water bill? Yeah. So, they're adding 10 cents for every thousand gallons of water that you use. My gosh. Yes. So, um, this is, of course, coming from a Democrat. Wow. It's a, a Democrat representative who proposed it. And my question is, um, you know, so they're telling us that uh, free health care, you know, is a right. Mm. They have a right to free health care. They have a right to, uh, you know, free college. They have a job. right to right, a free job, uh, free income, all of these things. But there's something that we literally cannot live without. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to make us pay an extra tax for it. It <laughs> blows my mind. Also, wouldn't gonna... that tend to push people toward bottled water with all the plastic that we're throwing away? Well, um, that's a right. Good point. That's a really great point. Yeah. 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 Well, then they'll just put a tax on that, too, like New York did. <laughs> yes, they will. Uh, I mean, honestly, I just keep waiting for them to put, like, a, mm. an air tax. Every time you breathe. Oh, you you don't to... say that out loud. <laughs> oh, my. What are you doing? They're, they're gonna, coming. They're going to come for it. Oh, yeah. Somebody just, oh, my gosh. This I got this great idea. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I'm going to let Jason tell a story. Oh, yes. Yeah, he was dying. I thought you were going to end the show, and no. I was getting so mad. <laughs> well, hold on a second. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Check this out. Uh, If you haven't heard this story, just be prepared for your mind to be blown. (laughs) So this is how, I guess maybe awesome. This no, not awesome. I I just how skilled this guy is. So there's this guy. It was up in Memphis, I believe, and uh, he called up his old girlfriend. I was like, Hey, I'm in town. Haven't seen you since high school. Um, You mind if I take you out? She's like, Yeah, sure. Haven't seen you in a while. And he's like, I have a small problem. I don't have a car. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, he was like, well, yeah, I'll get someone to drop me off. So someone dropped him off at her house. Then, of course, they had to take her car. So then he makes her drive around because he doesn't have any money. So he's like, I can't pay for it you know, to actually take you anywhere. This sounds like so, a, the beginnings of a really good date. So then he's like, let's go to this gas station. So they go to this gas station for this date. And she's like, oh, honey, while you're in there, can you go get me a cigar while you're in there? She's like, yeah, sure, I'll buy you a cigar. So she goes, buys him, buys him a cigar. She comes back out. He took off with her dang car. Her car is gone. He stole the car. So this story gets even better. So he goes out on another date with another woman who just happens to be her god sister. The same woman he just sees just stole her car is her god sister. He's going out on a second date with her. But again, he doesn't have any money, so she has to pay for him to get into the drive-thru. So she's like, they're sitting in the, in the drive-thru, and she's like, wait, this car looks familiar. So she calls up her god sister. He's like, I think this guy, this dude that I'm going to date with just stole your car. So they track her GPS, find out where they're at, go, the cops come, they arrest this guy. But my question is, 
What is this guy like? Is he has some weird pheromone that we should all be looking into, like harvesting or something Let's like bottle that? that? Yeah, we need to bottle that because this guy, wow. dude was horse. That's where you would go. Dude was broke. <laughs> dude is broke. No car, no car. can get them to go on d- d- dates wow. with two sisters, and they're paying for seen, everything. And they're paying for it all. But have you seen them? Do you know anything about them or what they look like? No, I saw I saw I saw the I saw a you know a video you know of the local news and you know it was your typical like crazy person that runs in you know during a hurricane. He's like, yeah, did you see that? Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I mean, I'm not judging. I'm just saying, yeah. Was, right. Yeah. I feel like that you have a certain catchphrase that might be useful here. Is she hot? Is that the one? Was she hot? Yeah. Is, that, yeah. Is there like a one on like a one to ten scale? Yeah. I'm just, you know, I mean. Sure. It sounds to me like uh, Half you're hating one, the player. Maybe instead uh, of hating the game. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I don't think I'm really hating the player. I'm, I'm showing. You want to be like the player? Kind of some the player. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to find out this the you know the secret of the player. Yeah. He's uh, jealous of the player. <laughs> 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 All right, I want to make sure that everyone, if you have not already, go to BeckCryptoShow.com. Glenn and Tika Tawari have uh, a really educational seminar that they are doing. I guess, do we call them webinar? Is that what it's we call beck-inar. it? It's a webinar. Yes, it's a webinar, uh, a course that you can still sign up for. It starts at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. Don't forget to sign up. And that is all for us. We will see you guys Monday. Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.